0: Welcome back to HBO Max. My name is McKenna. Joining me as always is Brandon. Hi, Brandon. How are you today?
1: Excellent, McKenna.
0: That's good. Two thumbs up. Two thumbs up. Woo! I'm also excellent because Gino's here. Hi, Gino. How are you?
2: Hello, hello. Yay. Hello, everybody. Two thumbs up for me as well. <laughs> yeah. I'm doing very well. That's so excited to be here.
0: Six thumbs up. That's six for six. 100%. That's pretty good. Yeah. That's pretty good. I'm excited.
1: That's the most stuff you've ever put up in the podcast.
0: I think so. That's a good number of things.
2: I'll do do another two.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Um, we did Interstellar and I'm really excited because it's space. Um why did you pick Interstellar?
2: Why did I pick Interstellar? (laughs) Interstellar picked me, guys interstellar pick to me since you guys started hbo max i was like i i i'm pretty sure you guys maybe remember this i don't know i was like let me know when you do interstellar i'm there i'll do it and i don't know if you guys forgot but i never forgot (laughs) never forgot since then so uh, eventually your episode structure changed or something and hbo you you got hbo canceled or Mm -hmm. ruined and they That's closed close. down the streaming services. So you were like, no more HBO movies. Let's just uh, freeball it from now on. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, we do so, all
1: the movies now.
2: There we go. We're and the keeper of the when, movies. When HBO went down, I was like, hey, let me know when you do Interstellar now. You know what I mean? Uh, it's like the then, Berlin
1: Wall came down. It's just like all of a sudden <laughs> everything was possible. It's
2: happening. It's, it's getting closer to it. Uh, and then uh, Brennan here. Uh, I think one day, you, one, one fateful day, you, you you asked me. And I was like, what do you think, dude? What do you think? What do you think? So here I am. Here I am. Talk about Interstellar.
0: Here you are. I'm very excited. Woo. Woo! Um, let me tell you some facts and figures about uh, Interstellar. It was released yeah. November 5th, 2014, almost 10 years ago um next year it'll be 10 years not this year math yeah
1: that's uh, mind-blowing that it's been that long since this movie came out yeah i i saw this they, while i was living with my first roommates and so that's they did some
2: sort of decade thing recently this year i think i don't know why um because i don't know something with the release or whatever but i knew it came out in 2014 that's why i was i found it weird that they were like oh it's been 10 years since interstellar um they but I think it was you. something or maybe or maybe someone maybe was like, celebrating nine years. Or maybe it was like years. the
1: start of filming or
2: maybe something like that. Yeah. Um someone was celebrating an anniversary for Interstellar, and I was like, cool. Um, but it came out in 2014, so that's why I thought it was weird. <laughs> um but yeah, maybe someone will know what that what that was about. I sure didn't.
0: I hope so too. <laughs> Um, a budget of $165 million, it made $773.8 million, um, making it the, the ooh, uh, I can't read my writing. Oh, I got it. 10th highest grossing film of 2014. Um, do you want to take a guess at what the top three movie, highest grossing movies of 2014 were? <laughs> 2014.
2: 2014? 2014, 2014. I don't know.
1: So was that uh, was Age of Ultron released that year?
2: I'm thinking
0: the one. No, most. but you're close, no. kind of.
2: Civil War.
1: It's no. a yeah. It's a Marvel movie. Well, no, Mar- uh, Civil War was 2015. I know that one.
2: Oh, okay.
0: It is a Marvel movie. Well, okay. The Age of Ultron hit is not for Marvel, but there was a Marvel movie that's in the top. Was it three. Guardians? It was Guardians. Guardians is number three.
2: Oh. Yeah. I
1: remember because I took my little brother to see this, and I took him to see Guardians. Double feature around the same time. Yeah, um, not. I mean, not the same day, but around geez. the same like time. Um, space, space. What was was it? A Fast and Furious movie?
0: What, nope. What was it? Um, number two was the ba- Battle of Five Armies for The Hobbit. Really? Yes. Oh. People paid to watch that. <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah, I forgot those movies came out.
0: That's insane That's that, that made that much money. That movie's terrible. Lord
2: of the Rings, dude, has got that power.
0: Oh yeah. The ring. Uh number one, Transformers Age of Extinction. <laughs> <laughs> so bad.
2: That's yeah, this is what we used to like, man. This is what everyone used to like, dude.
1: Oh, a dark oh, time. Is. A dark time in <laughs> movies, really.
2: 2014. That's crazy. 2014. <laughs> 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 oh, what <laughs> a year?
0: Um, Inter-
1: Did you imagine a Transformers movie outgrossing a Marvel movie in the same year? Like
2: <laughs> now? <laughs> like that's insane. That is crazy.
0: <laughs> so much money. Um, Interstellar received five Oscar nominations, um, and it received one for visual effect. It received the award for uh, best visual effects. Um. Oh, it was praised by astronomers for scientific accuracy and portrayal of theoretical astrophysics. Um, one of the executive producers, Kip Thorne, um, is a Caltech theoretical mm-hmm. physicist, and he won the twenty seventeen Nobel laureate in physics. Um, so he's uh, good at science. Uh, Yeah, they actually,
1: like, discovered new science stuff to do the effects in this movie, right? Like, Mm -hmm. the the way that the black hole works to get that, like, ring effect around it. Mm -hmm. Like, they Mm -hmm. had to, like, invent, like, new black hole research to, like, figure (laughs) out how to do that effect.
2: So crazy, dude. So crazy. (sighs)
0: Um, Christopher Nolan grew 500 acres of corn, and he sold and made a profit (laughs) off of it.
2: That's my favorite part of this movie. I like that part. Yeah. I, that was yeah. one of my my the the top facts that I knew. Yeah. yeah.
1: I was like they just had to they like couldn't find the fields to shoot in so they just grew their own and then they were like why well, will sell it too.
0: <laughs> I want Christopher Nolan corn. Um oh, going back to Kip Thorne. Um he won uh Oh, he won a bet against Stephen Hawking about the movie's astrophysics. And uh, because of his, win, Stephen Hawking had to subscribe to Penthouse magazine for a year. Um, and then five... huge
1: loss for the Hawking. Oh,
2: interesting. <laughs> Very interesting.
0: And then the final book, or excuse me, the final fact: uh, the books on the shelves were books Nolan Christopher Nolan read about black holes and uh, singularity. Real books, a lot of books. Real books, science books, science. Those are my facts. Real books.
2: Food. Which what, do we know the title The titles of these books?
0: No. Do
2: we, <laughs> we find some. Yeah, I would like to read but That would be cool. Mm-hmm.
0: Um the, a lot of the facts and figures for this movie were very science heavy and mm-hmm. I didn't understand any of them. <laughs> but
1: Yeah, like so so much of how they did like they were using like actual physics simulators and stuff mm-hmm. to build that black hole and stuff. Um like they, yeah, they really focused on like scientific accuracy and building a lot of the stuff for this, which is like really cool because it's not necessary. <laughs>
2: yeah, that's what I like about Christopher Nolan, though, is that uh, he, with all his movies. Oh, I don't know about. I mean, I think which one was it that that he did after Tenet? Um, that one was more fictiony, uh, I guess, because it's more about a. Uh, time travel if i remember correctly um, oh yeah still yeah, used, kinda, yeah he's weird he, he still used like theories um mm-hmm. for for that kind of stuff uh and that's that that's the cool thing about him that he he's he's the he's the writer with the science kid friends you know what i mean like he, yeah. he asked them what he should do and stuff like that mm-hmm. um and another interesting fact I guess about, not the movie, but just Christopher Nolan uh, in general, was the um, latest movie, Oppenheimer. Mm-hmm. Um, if you don't know, he actually got the idea from Robert Pattinson on Tenet. Robert Pattinson oh, gifted oh. him as a rap gift. He gave him some uh, um, what is it, some writings of Oppenheimer. Oh
1: yeah, he no, he gave him the book American Prometheus. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah, totally which right is like that, the, yeah. the Robert Oppenheimer uh, biography.
2: And then yeah. he, and then he made Yeah, I just read
1: that book and was like, "This is gonna be a kick-ass movie." <laughs>
2: pretty. This cool, is pretty gonna cool. be
1: the perfect accompaniment to Barbie in <laughs> twenty twenty-three.
2: <laughs> Thank you, Robert Pattinson. Thank you so much.
0: We love you. Robert Patton, um, did you come on in the show? I oh, want Dr. talk Robert. So
1: this is the fourth
0: Christopher Nolan movie we've done on this podcast. Whoa, I didn't realize we'd done uh, at least. We did. Second. We did Tenet. Tenet. Tenet.
1: We did uh, Dark Knight.
0: Oh, that's right. And then
1: we did Memento.
0: I fr- oh we're, yeah. we're a Christopher Nolan podcast.
1: This yeah, this might be Christopher Nolan might have the uh, the record for official HBO Max entries. Other than oh. David
0: Yates, but
1: I didn't see. But the David gonna... Yates those aren't on YouTube. Not official. They're not
0: on YouTube. You're right. <laughs> he's only. Yeah, a, you can go. You go three. hear all the Harry
1: Potter reviews, but only on podcast services. Exclusive
0: to podcast services. Mm.
1: Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, I mean, I mean, we do we do this every time we get a Christopher Nolan movie, but it's just like, man, it's it, he makes a crazy movie that like blows your mind. Like it does, it always does something kind of out of the box that's just like you've never seen before in a movie, and like this, like, yeah, when when it does the swap and all of a sudden the little girl turns into Bryce Dallas Howard, and it's just like, oh man. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Like they, we've jumped so far into time, but Matthew McConaughey's still out there. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, oh, man, <laughs> the movie just goes places.
2: That's crazy, dude. Yeah, man, you don't you don't expect a lot of the things that the movie does. Um, the way the way it uh, it's just like there's a lot of scenes that if you really let it, you you know, your jaw drops. Like it just affects you. Like, if you just feel what they feel. You know, like, Mm -hmm. he was gone for two hours or three hours. Mm -hmm. But when he comes back, he was gone for, like, 28 years. I I
1: remember the first time watching this movie, and like, Mm -hmm. in the theater. Like, midnight release for this. And just when he gets back from the planet and he sits down in the the booth. And he gets all of his mail all at once. Mm -hmm. And it's just that shot on his face of him, like, laughing and crying. I was just like... Literally, like, tearing up in the theater. Just, like, it's one of, like, the best acting performances of all time. Mm
2: -hmm. That's crazy. What's funny about that scene is Timothy Chalamet thought he was giving one of his best acting performances of all time on the screen. (laughs) But then when he saw the movie, he was like, oh, it's on Matthew McConaughey's face. You don't Um, even see me. (laughs) So that sucked. Um, That's a funny thing that happened there.
0: Um, what a movie. Man. I have a weird history. Not even weird. I don't know. I saw about the first 30 minutes of this movie when I was a senior in high school in physics. And then I left to go on retreat and I never got to see the end of it. And it was really sad because yeah. I really wanted to know what was going to happen. Like, they pulled me yeah. in and then, you know, then no. He hadn't
2: even gone to space yet.
0: No, he hadn't. Days. It was, yeah. uh, I saw the corn, but.
1: Yeah, so Mac, this was your first watching it for this podcast was the Mm -hmm. first time you had seen it all the way through. So like what'd you think of it? Oh,
0: I oh oh Honest thoughts, honest
2: thoughts, honest thoughts.
0: (laughs) Oh, I was up and then I was down and then I was up again and then I was down. Like I I cried this is the first time in a while that I had cried this this hard when watching this, but when he leaves and she's like, oh man, she's so, she did the watch.
1: So many of the shots in this movies are just like, they just put the camera on Matthew McConaughey's face and are just like, act. Mm-hmm. And just like, we're just gonna hold a shot on you for like a full minute. And you're like, when he's driving away in the car and he's just oh, yeah. like tearing up, man, it's heartbreaking. Mm-hmm
0: oh yeah. my god it was just uh, the tears and then the space stuff gave me a headache but that was okay because they knew what they were doing i'm not the one in space so it was okay but um it was still cool like trying to f- like all- see all the planets and whatnot and that was fun um and then he came back and he was what? what was he on saturn or what the the, the end
1: yeah, they're on the they're on the spaceship, like going yeah. by Saturn or whatever. Yeah,
0: and he did it. Then more tears happened, and then I ate a kid's cuisine, so it was okay. <laughs> <laughs> Solved it, it cured my tears.
2: Yeah. yeah, no, really, really emotional movie. It's um, mm-hmm. I think what was it that? Um, another thing I think we just have to point out is the soundtrack for it is one of the uh, best oh. soundtracks in any mm-hmm. movie that I've ever heard yeah. of in my life. Mm-hmm. Um, and what was it that, uh, this probably something we could search, but Christopher Nolan told Hans Zimmer, like he gave him one line or one, Mm
0: -hmm.
2: he told him one thing and then he made the whole soundtrack from that. Mm -hmm. Do you guys know what it was? It was something. It was something. I think about love or something.
0: Mm
2: -hmm. I think it was the... Write music about the love of a father and his daughter, I think, and that's what, yeah, it would I be. think
0: that's what, yeah, and
2: that's what the movie is about, mm-hmm. pretty much. Dude. And dude, how does he come up with this? It? It's, it's, it's do do the,
1: my favorite sequence in this movie is the docking sequence, and the oh, music yeah. is such a Thank huge part God. of that. The way it's just like the camera shots, that's, and you just like that, you're hearing that, that music just yeah. the entire time is so like. I was literally mm-hmm. on the edge of my seat in the theater, and mm-hmm. then when when Tars is like, "It's uh, what is it? It's, it's not possible." He's like, "No, it's but nice. it's necessary." That's the cool <laughs> bars,
2: oh man. God, spin dude. bars for real, man. It's crazy. There's so many scenes like that that I t- that I just uh, like. I told you guys before we before we started that I watched. Um, I, I said I watched it like two times since I moved. It's not that I, like, watch it the whole way through. It's just I put, like, I'll play it and then fast-forward to something and then just start watching from there or play it, fast-forward to another part, and then just watch it from there. You're like how, like, finished.
1: for, like, a year Kanye West had Blade Runner 2049 just on a constant <laughs> loop in his house. <laughs>
2: yeah, like that, like that. And then docking scene is something I'll never fast-forward past. Um, and the... Uh, the last scene where mm. he comes back and he sees Murph again um and she's old. That scene, every single time, dude. Water it's, works out yeah. of the house all it's, the time. It's crazy.
1: And when, when he, he leaves her in the hospital to be with her family, like, crazy, oh. man.
2: What? A, that's a that scene. If I see it online, mm-hmm. if I play it here, I will always get the same reaction, and never it never changes, never affects me any less mm-hmm. than than it than it does. It's yeah. crazy.
0: I'm I'm guess I'm kind of glad that I didn't watch it in a classroom of thirty seniors. <laughs> <laughs> Just
1: yeah. bawling your eyes out in school. Um, I'm going to be honest, like I kind of forgot how much I like this movie because I hadn't seen it in a while, actually. Um, mm-hmm. But like when this came out, I saw it like five times in theaters. Oh, wow! like I convinced my roommates to go midnight release with me because I was living with two guys I worked with. And so and, like, we worked like the late shift. So I was like, after work, dude, we drive, we go to the theater, we go see Interstellar and they weren't like into it. And I made them go and then they fucking loved the movie. <laughs> And then, like the next day, I like picked up my little brother. I was like, "You have to watch this movie. This movie's <laughs> gonna blow your mind." And then he loved it. And yeah, I just like kept going back and seeing it over and over again because it was just like, I don't know, something about these like long movies, man, that are just like epic. Mm-hmm. I just want to watch them again and again. Mm-hmm. And then, like, yeah, I hadn't seen it in a while. I remember, like, oh yeah, I love Interstellar, of course. Like, you know, hearing Gino talk about him, like, that's my guy, Interstellar. Because a lot of people, you know, there's some people who will shit on this movie. Unfairly, yeah.
0: maybe have some bad. Why.
1: Yeah, I, I, I can't stand it. I'm like, no. Gino knows what's up. Gino's got the right mind about this excellent film. But I hadn't seen it in a while. I'm watching it again. I was like, yeah, man, it's. It might be Nolan's best movie.
2: I would say so. I would agree with that sentiment. What's funny about me is that uh, you hear me mention it all the time, and 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 you would have you you would have thought that I've seen it in the theater many times. I don't think I ever saw it in theaters. Really? I don't think I ever, I don't remember seeing it in theaters. I don't, I also don't remember the first time I ever saw it. I remember just,
1: uh, it was always with uh, you.
2: Yeah, just uh, <laughs> just one day, I guess I was like, it's part of my personality now, I think it's uh, Interstellar. Uh, I really love yeah. this movie. And I don't remember watching it the you first You were in time. like
1: high school telling people yeah. Interstellar, man. They're like, that's not a real movie. It's like it's not, <laughs> it hasn't come out yet, but when it does <laughs>
2: <laughs> not real yet, but I know it's, it's gonna happen at some point. I just know that I love it. Um but yeah, it's so weird because I can't I couldn't tell you when I saw it the first time. I couldn't tell you when I decided, I guess, to start loving it. Um it just I guess I became sentient like maybe three years ago. You know what I mean? I started... just switched and yeah. you were just
1: like Interstellar.
2: <laughs> yeah, it just became part of me. Um, but I love it. Yeah. Uh, no. Top top, top movies uh, for me um, are, are top two movies that I say best movies I've ever seen in my life. Uh, and I guess, I don't know if you guys have done an episode on it, but it would be um, uh, Interstellar, which is what we're doing right now. And then uh Fifty First Dates.
0: Ah, oh.
1: they're two very different films.
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, two of the best f- films I've ever seen in my life. Fifty First Dates and <laughs> yeah.
1: it says a lot yeah. about you. It really does. It's like <laughs> it's so spot on in a way.
2: <laughs> exactly. So you know where to find me for Fifty First Dates. Yeah,
0: know. no, one have to fire that it. one up. Yeah.
2: You um, haven't seen it yeah, in <laughs> I
0: haven't. That's Sean
1: Astin it? in it.
0: Oh my gosh. Yeah. Our boy. Samwise Gamgee. Samwise. Bring him Rudy.
2: Funny.
1: Funny. Rudy.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Wearing a, a fishnet cut off tank top.
0: Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I bet hey, he looks, looks great.
2: He talks with a lisp.
1: The robot designs in this movie is like Ooh. one of the coolest things ever. Mm-hmm. and like and the way that like the first time you see tars do the uh when they're on miller's planet and he goes into <laughs> like sport mode or whatever and he just starts flying.
0: I, yeah. I was like whoa i was super nervous about the robots um because of hal and i loved that's when Space face was like this is not gonna be I prepped myself from the start. Like this isn't going to be good, and then can't trust the robots. Can't trust the robots. Mm -hmm. No, they teach you that from the very beginning. From don't trust the
1: robots. Mm -hmm. But no, the robots in this movie, absolutely. You you could trust Tars with your life. He's Mm -hmm. the best.
0: Didn't one of them blow up though?
2: Tars, there's Tars and Case. Yeah, Mm -hmm. Tars and Case.
1: Case dies during the uh, the explosion. Mm -hmm. Tars, he's Mm -hmm. with him till the end, baby. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. he
2: goes with him. Or I don't know how he. He's not in the, the what is it, Tesseract, I think is what it's called.
1: He's talking um, to him, end. though.
2: He's talking to him, yeah. I don't know where yeah. he is um, or where it is, but Tars is there, dude. Yeah. One of the best characters in the movie. Absolutely. Yeah, that, that robot. That mm-hmm. robot. This Tesseract scene. Let's talk about this. <laughs> oh, my God. The part there. like, what is, like, just the, the idea of, first of all the idea of just space in general is scary as shit i mean probably not as scary as the ocean i would say i don't know which one's scarier to you guys i feel like the ocean's probably scarier to me Mm -hmm. um but i don't know they're both pretty
1: so if if it's i mean space when i think about just like regular space i think the ocean would probably but like once you're throwing in the tesseract and stuff in there like unknowable things my brain can't fathom all of a sudden space is way scarier
2: yeah, the black hole thing—we've we've seen so many different versions of how they deal with that in movies and stuff like that. And then the way they do it here, I think it's just so such a cool concept of it being like it's a a different. Well, how do they explain? I can't even explain it back to you because it's so weird. It's like a fifth dimension or some shit where. Yeah, it's um, it's like a place outside of time. Yeah, that that you can yeah that you can interact with it through gravity and time or something like that. Um, and then I think this is where it falls off for a lot of people. Um, I, I think so
1: too. I think people have a lot of problems with this
2: bit. Yeah, because then he says like, oh, the reason this is happening, the reason I'm here is because of love. Like love is the mm-hmm. the reason here, which I think is just that's incredible. I mean, this is great. I mean, this is a movie. I don't. I'm not really looking for. He's he's already fallen into a black hole and lived. I mean. <laughs> I think anything from here on I don't need to believe is real. So for him saying uh, uh, love is the reason he's there I think is is, is just more um, it makes every scene after that that he would be with his daughter way more intense um, because he was I, there. I think
1: people her. have a lot of problems not just letting a thing in a movie be just like metaphorical, like an yeah. unanswerable just like like mm-hmm. it's about like the the way that like the love between a father and daughter can span across time and like it doesn't you know they can go 80 years without seeing each other and the love is just as powerful like okay he turned it into a spaceship who cares
2: exactly dude exactly like I don't know why
1: I don't know why you have to have all this all of a sudden you care about the science. All of a sudden you're a fucking physicist over here talking about the movie.
2: Oh, it's not real, dude. Love can't travel like that, man. <laughs> There's they go
1: through a wormhole in this movie that somebody just they just put a wormhole. It, that was like 30 minutes into the movie. You didn't have a problem with that, but all of a sudden. <laughs>
2: And that too, when he finishes and closes everything, and then it's him that it was a wormhole. That's mm-hmm. crazy, dude. That's like it's just a loop. It's a, the whole movie's a loop. And then, uh, but he he that's so weird because you when you think about it too, like he he was while he's in there, he's trying to stop himself from going. Mm-hmm. Um, but he knows because he already did it. That's him. He did that. So he knows he still leaves. There's that point where
1: he realizes, and he's like, "Oh, I can't change it, but I can give her the tools to fix all of this." Yeah,
2: you're right. You're absolutely right. Yeah, that does happen. That does happen. Yeah, crazy. So
1: much. There's so much about this movie that's the the, just the opening Mm -hmm. scene where it's like you get that shot of the bookshelf and it's just covered Mm -hmm. in dust, Mm -hmm. and it's like, oh, it must be like I remember just thinking like, oh, maybe this is like after everybody's left Earth and stuff, and then it's like you get the. they literally just take the interviews from Ken Burns' Dust Bowl which is crazy. Um and then uh just like I like how desperate everything is on Earth where yeah. it's just just like e- even when like um the the main scientist guy is talking to him and he's like we're not e- this is the planet we're going to is not even like the new home for us is he's like it's a rock to cling to in the storm like we're just like desperate like we just need to hang out somewhere else for you know a couple years mm-hmm. like it's it's such like this movie's so well thought out like it's it's
2: but that's yeah. the twist too cuz he doesn't tell him that he thinks he's going to or yeah he thinks that um but
1: they sort of think it... that the mission's going to like fail like they don't really
2: Like, his the the reason he sent them was so they can just create new life somewhere else. Mm -hmm. Not the idea that it's going to be, oh, you find and then you can colonize this and take, you know, people from Earth. They didn't think
1: that they would be able to figure out the gravity problem.
2: Yeah, that. um, So that twist at the end where you just find out that he sent them knowing that they wouldn't come back or they're not going to save people on Earth is freaking it
1: is backstory. it's like a dark little twist yeah dark. yeah, oh. yeah that's you manipulated so him
2: like and the, and there's something that he says about it too is um man he says something so uh that that makes sense as to why he did it um i don't know I, uh, what is it what's this guy's name too what's his name um the scientist. <sighs> um freaking it's michael kane like, uh, michael kane that's, yeah. that's, that's his name that's what that's what i'm thinking of not his actual name in the movie but okay um,
1: yeah michael um
2: Cain. he says something that's like uh i had to make this decision even though i knew it wasn't uh something that was good for mm-hmm. yeah. our life but it mm-hmm. was good for humanity yeah um, something like that i don't know he says something that's crazy um but okay
1: So much like, much like in the movie itself. Now that we're like three quarters of the way through the podcast, I want to bring up Matt Damon. (laughs) Bring up Matt Damon too. The 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 shock on my face the first time watching Mm -hmm. this movie, where the thing opens up and Matt Damon comes out,
2: dude. That's like, what, like, uh, three quarters? Yeah, three quarters into the movie. Like, we're fully into the movie. There's uh, no notion of a new cast member <laughs> joining yeah. the, the cast. here really freaking the Matt the biggest Damon. star
1: in the movie. <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> Matt freaking Damon, dude. You know what's funny about that is that uh, he does that, just to sidetrack a little bit, he does that in Oppenheimer, too. Um, oh, people really? keep showing up in that movie that I had no idea were in it. Hours into it, dude hours into the movie I was like what is this person doing here dude like what the hell
0: there was um, someone
2: yeah
0: uh, there was someone recently I was on their wikipedia page and he was like oh yeah this dude's in Oppenheimer as well I'm like I think he may have been Josh everybody's Peck everybody's in
1: that movie I didn't realize Josh, Josh, Josh Peck was in it yeah I didn't know that
2: yeah Who, who's dude. not in Oppenheimer man?
1: yeah no the thing is is that we're actually all of us are in Oppenheimer and oh. you have to find yourself in the back oh, perfect. <laughs>
2: <laughs> where am i <laughs> what am i gonna show up? wait for my scene to come up i'm gonna be here soon freaking crazy but matt damon just out of nowhere
1: yeah it's it's <laughs> crazy and then he's he's the bad guy he's the main bad guy of the yeah. movie
0: Wild. and oh yeah. my
1: god the uh this it's the one of the funniest scenes in any movie when he's in the the uh the airlock chamber and he and goes to start sorry. giving his little speech and then just like right at the beginning, all of a sudden, like the audio cuts out and it's just everything's yeah. just like exploding. But it's exploding without sound.
2: Yeah. Mind blowing.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's good. And then shit.
2: comes one of the best scenes in the movie. Yep. Where, yeah. The one of the best scenes ever. The dock, The docking scene
1: is one of the best scenes in the history of cinema.
2: Mm-hmm. It's like just pure tension
1: and the everything about it is perfect
2: every little detail about it too where he starts to spin um and you can tell uh this was brought up to me i think like a director's cut or something where cooper is a more experienced pilot than brand Mm -hmm. because when they start spinning she her body tilts with the spin so she faints Mm -hmm. immediately but he spins and then he tilts himself the other way. Oh yeah, yeah. So he's got he's his head cocked other... like the yeah. entire so he's time. he's like, "Come on, Toppers! <laughs> Come on, yeah. like... So he doesn't faint. So that's pretty cool. The,
1: uh, the the way it's shot on the outside too, where it almost looks like it's like when you when you're looking at like the docking mechanism, it mm-hmm. almost looks like it's shot from like a GoPro, and it just it mm-hmm. feels so real when you mm-hmm. when it's out there doing it. And it's just, oh, God. It's mm-hmm. it's. it's it's I'm it's, it's what it. movies are about, man.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. Let's put it up. Let's pull up the scene right now and watch it. <laughs> yeah, let's just watch it. Let's just <laughs> fire it up.
0: HBO Max edition. Um, Such
2: a good scene.
0: I'm going back to the music again um, because I got distracted when we were originally talking about it because I love Hans Zimmer. Hans Zimmer, Campbell, call my sister calls him my weird crush because um, I have a crush on Hans Zimmer. <laughs> that
2: makes sense. It makes sense. So I don't think it's weird.
0: I just love him. <laughs> yeah. Um, and it was that thing, I didn't, there was so much of the soundtrack that I didn't realize was from Interstellar, and then the soundtrack would play, like, oh, shit, that is from, like, I knew all of the music already, and I didn't even realize it was from, TikTok really likes the Interstellar soundtrack, I learned. like, yeah. it's-, it's fucking good. <laughs> I
2: know, <but> yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I love Hans Zimmer, and I love what he's done.
2: Yeah, everything he does is good. Um, mm-hmm. There was uh, one little clip I saw of him uh, where he he has no master class.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, he has a
2: little, a little trailer for master class where he just shows you little things that he does. Mm-hmm. And the way this guy, he, the way he just easily makes it seem yes. so, he makes it seem so mm-hmm. simple. The way he comes up with it, it's mm-hmm. crazy. It's like, I can take all your master classes, dude. I'll never be like you.
0: Yeah, he's a uh, he's a TikTok account. Um, and like, there's a couple where he like tours like his studio or whatever. And it's like all this stuff. And yeah, like, just like he does everything so easily and seamlessly. And just he makes it look so mm-hmm. easy. And then it's like, eh, yeah, I could never.
2: It's, I saw him live.
0: <gasps>
2: I saw him live. How yeah. He? It was, it was life changing. It truly is a life changing um, experience because he, it was for Interstellar. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think this is when. Now I'm thinking about it. I think this is when I decided to truly fall in love with Interstellar because um, I had already liked it uh, mm-hmm. prior to that. So we were. Um, this is when I lived in Orlando. Um, he uh, was performing at some science center mm-hmm. uh, to talk about relativity uh, and stuff like that with mm-hmm. one of the, uh, with the scientists. I don't know if it was Kip. I don't remember. Mm-hmm. Um, but with the scientists and uh, to perform music. So they would talk about space, relativity, relativity, time, all that kind of stuff. And then he would uh, transition into music. And then he would be playing like Inception. Uh, he played Inception music, he played Dark Knight music, played uh, Interstellar. And then the scenes would be on the back of the... Of the, oh. the song that he was playing, and it was just so incredible, dude. It was such a, it was such an experience. I really um started thinking about my life, mm-hmm. uh, just in general. Mm-hmm. That's why it was life changing. Um, yeah. but uh, yeah, awesome, awesome, awesome experience to see him live, mm-hmm. and that's why I love Interstellar even more now.
0: Have you guys ever done the thing where like they have the movie and then they have the live orchestra underneath? It? I know that kind of sounds like. Like that was just mm. scenes, but like, have you seen? Because no. like, I know they do it for like Harry Potter and stuff, and a few other movies. But
2: done for Harry Potter, Game of Thrones. I've seen them do it for. I think but I um, I Tim
1: Gettys them. was talking about. It. Mm-hmm. I think he said he went and saw. Like, was it Back to the Future or something, something where like they that. did
0: did mm-hmm. like that?
1: And then um, I think that they talked about maybe going to see Ghostbusters as well. That would be oh. a really cool thing to go do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure what movie I would want to maybe gladiator that'd probably be one i would love that that's another Hans zimmer
2: they I'd do be. it for popular mmorpg final fantasy 14 online
0: oh i think really? kumail has seen them do yes. the final fantasy music
2: he has he has been to it very very jealous of that but he has been to it <laughs> yeah. yeah very good orchestra mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. yeah i think i would yeah. probably go for harry potter but I would get, um any John Williams. John Williams is going to be in Philly next year, and I've been trying to convince my parents like, it'll be right around my birthday. I'm like, you know, And my birthday's coming up. Jay Willie. Let's go see Jay Willie in Philly. Oh! <laughs> um, but yes, I would love to see Hans Zimmer or and or John Williams. Oh, John Williams is going to be, hold on, this is, hold on, let me tell you about this. John Williams, like, he's going to be with Yo Yo Ma. Like, Oh. I remember when he, I think he was on like Sesame Street when I, when I was a kid growing up. Like, I've been, love me some Yo Yo Ma. So I think that'd be a great concert. Are you saying Yo Yo Ma? Yo Yo Ma. Uh huh.
2: What is that? I've never heard of this.
0: He's a cellist. Yo Yo Ma.
1: Yeah, he, he's like the most famous cello player in
0: the mm-hmm. world. Oh, he's super cool.
1: Yeah, he's very, very good at the cello. Mm-hmm. Is it going to be like, is he going to be playing like John Williams music mm-hmm. or is they're going to be doing, wow,
0: that's. Yeah, yeah. So I'm like, you know, John, Jay Willie, he's getting up there in in years. Like, I don't have a lot of time.
2: Yeah, yeah.
0: I'm nervous. I already missed out on Alex Trebek. I'm not going to miss out on John Williams, you know? Got to go see mm-hmm. him. Homeboy.
1: I mean, so HBO Max, we're doing like back-to-back episodes of The Greatest Composer, because we did Jurassic mm-hmm. Park with John mm-hmm. Williams, yes, one of the all-time, can't forget it, and then we're doing Interstellar, Hans Zimmer, Hans Zimmer. peak of his powers, <laughs> just I don't know, man. These guys are just, it, they it, they change a movie with how good the mm-hmm. score
0: is. Absolutely. Yeah.
2: No, they really do. Yeah, Hans Zimmer is, uh, is definitely up there. I think he did. Did he do Oppenheimer? I don't even know if he did. But Oppenheimer has a really good soundtrack as well. Probably.
1: He does most um, of Nolan's stuff. It's
2: very similar to his stuff. So I, I would have I, I assumed it was him. But I think it might be somebody else
1: um well he he started working with that uh what's his name uh, uh let's see music uh ludwig goranson
2: um, ludwig.
1: um and L- ludwig is really good too
2: he is really good yeah uh
1: he did tenant he did the tenant one is when he started
2: working. yes that's yeah. okay Very um,
1: and then he did um he did some of the stuff on like black panther He's done a bunch of stuff. He's really good as well.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: He's like the up and coming, like new, the new hotness. Have
2: Zimmer, yeah.
0: Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. Zimmer, I'm going to take over the mantle. Who? Good for him. Somebody yeah. has to.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: For Interstellar 2. <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: oh, <laughs> Interstellar 2.
2: Oh, man, Interstellarer. Gotta, I, <laughs> I would hope. Um, and it's probably likely but I would hope so that for the 10 year anniversary next year they bring that back to theaters do a little
1: re-release,
0: Ooh. Oh, no, a re-release. I'd be
1: down for that I would
0: like to see it in yeah. theaters oh yeah Thanks I so. never saw it in
1: IMAX that would be one I would definitely oh, like drive oh. the two hours to the IMAX to mm-hmm. watch
2: exactly is it possible to rent full theaters to watch movies like that oh yeah, that?
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah.
2: <laughs> I think if it never happens I'll have to just do that
1: yeah oh yeah yeah that would be dope mm-hmm. yeah TwitchCon, let's do it. Let's run out of theater in Vegas and watch
2: Interstellar. <laughs> that, that, would, that would probably be the driving force for me to go. Um, that would be the reason for me to go. Best movie in the world. Best movie ever, right, guys? Oh, business. we never talked about it, uh, Brandon.
1: Oh, right. No, you good, good point. We talked about the Tesseract, too. I, is that what that is? Is that him in the Tesseract? Whoa.
2: Yeah. You see that, McKenna? Yeah. In the center? Uh-huh. That's him and the tesseract. I can't take it out because it'll just like fall. <laughs> um in the middle, that's him and the tesseract with uh Murph on the other side.
0: Oh man yeah. That's awesome. I don't
2: know that, oh, let me see if I could maybe just point the light to that one.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: oh yeah. Oh, oh
1: wow, that's that is cool. that's really nice. That is really nice. That's dope. Okay. <laughs>
0: I almost clicked on your video, which would have screwed up everything in OBS, and I was like, oh, good thing I caught that before. (laughs) It's just all, like, puzzle (laughs) pieces of Gino's camera, but you know what? Then the producer kicked back in. Um, That's amazing. That's really cool. Did you get that Mm -hmm. on, like, Mm -hmm. Etsy, or?
2: That was a gift. It was a gift, actually, for my sister for Christmas this past Christmas. What a gift. That's a good gift. Very good gift. Very good gift, Yeah. yeah. That's my centerpiece there.
0: It's a good centerpiece. Mm -hmm. Um, Do you know how? If I know, we talked about the ocean versus space thing. But if you had the opportunity to go to 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 space, would you?
2: And that's a good question, dude. Because I've I've thought about it multiple times. Mm -hmm. Um, I think yes. I think yes. Mm -hmm. If I had the opportunity to. I mean, knowing that I would be safe, I guess, mm-hmm. but, but, but with the fear of, like, you know, not knowing, I think is the, is the scariest part. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, There's that, that part would... in this
1: movie where he's yeah. taught when the, the one scientist is, like, kind of, like, scared on the spaceship. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he's talking about is, like, literally just, like, pieces of aluminum between them and the vacuum. And I remember watching that and just, that's kind of, I think what made me really scared of space. Cause I used to think yeah. like, oh, you know, the spaceship, it's so scary. And then he's like, it's literally just, it's like that much in between us. And I was like, no, yeah. no, no, not going to space.
2: <laughs> yeah. No, it's scary. But I would, I think I would, I feel like I would choose that over, uh, the ocean mm-hmm. too though. Oh yeah. Yeah. Between the
0: two.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, and it's also fascinating to me dude i could talk about that stuff for hours
0: mm-hmm.
2: uh, it's truly fascinating mm-hmm. how we don't know anything about any of these things
0: oh yeah what's the what know. percentage of ocean explored are we at now have we unlocked more areas
2: <laughs> from, what, <laughs> from what i've heard from, we from have, my whole yeah. life five percent un-
1: <laughs> we unlocked parts of
2: the map <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. imagine it oh, like four <laughs> yeah <laughs> It's an entire fog war. Ugh. I think we've just unlocked one straight down to the Titanic, and that's it. <laughs> that's, that's, it. The 5%. that's the
1: one part of the ocean that we know. <laughs>
2: yeah. And that's it. And that's it.
0: Did, so like, I wonder what's down there. Do we... How... Are we the deepest... Well, I guess we don't know that. How... Are we... Do you... Never mind. I answered my question.
2: I imagine... I imagine that there is civilization
0: in there. I'm trying to figure out
1: like what the question would have been. Are we the deepest Are we deep?
0: What do you mean? What do you mean by that? Keep going. I was really gonna ask Are we the deepest have we discovered the deepest part of the ocean that we can possibly like find? But I guess we don't know that until we find something deeper.
1: Well, no, because we've we've done like like sonar and stuff. Like we shot stuff down, and like we kind of like we map like the. I, I believe the Marianas Trench is the deepest part of
0: the okay. ocean, right? Yeah, so I wasn't sure if that was such Didn't or not.
2: Steven Spielberg would go down there. James, James Cameron. Cameron. James Cameron, that's mm-hmm. the one. That's the one. Jimmy, C. a movie director, <laughs> <laughs> a movie director, yeah. <laughs> a movie to the deepest part of the ocean, by himself. Yeah. that's incredible. That's crazy. I would. Uh, I can't imagine doing that. But I don't think that's the deepest. I think there's probably deeper. Mm-hmm. I think you,
1: th- you think it's like Godzilla where there's like the tunnels that go all yeah. throughout.
2: I think, I think there's, I think there's life like real life down there, mm-hmm. yeah, that we don't know of, but like advanced life is you know what I'm talking about. about like aliens? Like,
1: you, you, an, you believe in aliens, you an aliens of course,
2: guy, of course, like, you, like you think, like. Obviously, you know we're not alone in space and stuff mm-hmm. like that, so, but what if we're also not alone from the ocean? you know what I mean? what if there is yeah, we don't know, we haven't explored the entirety of it. so fair wouldn't point. that be fair to think there's also life down there that we don't know of? you know life finds a way I think it's it's true, you know. How do people write about Atlantis?
0: Exactly, Where did that come from? Little Mermaid, you know. You know?
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, Thirteenth Year. I like there that, mermaids can be real. Mm-hmm. Mermaids can be fully real.
0: I hope so. Like in Harry Potter, no, they I were so. all like the Grindelwald. They were all. I mean, they could breathe above water, but they were also no. life form, talking. They had their own language. Yeah, underwater. that would be scary, though.
2: Mermaids oh. would be scary. Terrifying. I think they'd be more evil than. Oh, yeah. Than, than cute.
0: Yeah, I don't mm-hmm. think. Yeah. Yeah, no. Creepy
1: <laughs> yeah. uh... fish people.
0: Creepy fish people. Well, there could be. There could be. We don't know that. Be.
2: We need Christopher Nolan to make a movie about <laughs> the theory of the ocean and stuff no. like that.
1: No, see, so like James Cameron, he's the ocean guy. Christopher Nolan, space guy. They, right. they never in between shall they meet, you know? Mm-hmm. That's
2: true.
0: What happens if they do meet, though? What if they did a
2: movie together? Uh,
1: <laughs> yeah, we, we we couldn't handle it.
2: Yeah, the world will explode.
0: That's fair. Um, I'm also in train of thought. Um, baseball, space. Do you think they play
1: baseball? They play baseball in Interstellar. They do. It's but... like a big part of the movie. Oh, it is. Yeah, yeah.
0: That's when yeah, the Dust Bowl that's happens. That's where they get their
2: first dust storm.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. Their yeah, first dust storm in LA. I wonder if that'll happen to us. Do I wonder you think... if that's what life will be probably. like.
0: Do you think they made up the rest of that game? Like, they went for Oof, like, Yeah, shit, what is three is, more is innings.
1: Is, is, is it, yeah, is it like a rain delay situation? Like, yeah. do they they make it up on another day? I don't Suspended know.
0: Suspended doubleheader next day, you know?
1: It seems, like, it seems like most people don't care about baseball in that world, so <laughs> they, it's yeah. probably just a wash. Yeah.
2: Yeah. They did make up the rest of the game <laughs> at the end of the movie. Remember when they played yeah, the the
1: zero G baseball? <laughs> yeah,
2: that was the rest of the game, right there. There you go.
1: I mean, you think like you'd be on that spaceship? Kid hits a baseball, cracks the window, right? And then you're yeah. like, "Dude, we're in space. <laughs> what are you doing? You're gonna kill everybody on this ship."
2: <laughs> they, I thought they'd make it work like that. They're not making any work around like that. You throw it, you you shoot it so hard that it it goes to like the other side, and then <laughs> I don't know. Sweet, so how it works. You hit so hard it goes to. What if you jump too high? You know what I mean. If you jump too high, do you start falling instead <laughs> the other way? Like, what do you? What's going on there?
0: These are the answers vibe. we need. Darn it! Yeah, that that's, <laughs> that's going to be too. addressed
1: in. Interstellar two is mostly gonna be space baseball.
0: <laughs> space baseball. That's gonna kind of be the. the Spaceballs. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs>
2: these are these are the new theories they have to start writing. For for the next Interstellar movie.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The, Where do we um, go from here? Christopher Nolan is watching this episode right now. I'm like shit.
2: He's taking notes. Write that
0: down. Write that down. You know.
2: <laughs> he would bake stuff from this.
0: Mm-hmm. Do you think we would be consultants? I'd give him a
2: book. Give them a I
0: mean I th- think
1: it. I think we should be consultants you know all three of us you know big presences in the sports community. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um you know Gino mm-hmm. famous athlete uh played played professional tired, football man. me professional mm-hmm. you know football analyst McKenna best broadcaster in all of baseball <laughs> like why wouldn't we be the ones who
2: yeah. get called for that movie you know. Mm-hmm. Well, we also know what everybody wants yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah we are the people's voices. Mm-hmm.
1: Nobody knows more about space baseball than the three of us right Uh-oh.
0: here. I
2: don't think so. I wouldn't think so. I'd be surprised. <laughs> I'd just, <laughs> yeah, it would be
1: crazy if somebody did.
2: Yeah, right. I'd be surprised.
1: Nobody nothing. else is thinking about this stuff.
0: Mm-mm, no. If they were, we'd know the answers. Yeah.
2: I hadn't thought about it until now. so <laughs>
0: yeah.
2: uh, no, Nobody else is thinking about it. <laughs> yeah.
0: Do you think we'd also win uh, Nobel Laure- uh, Nobel Prizes? Just like yeah, who won the Nobel Prize. Kip oh, Nobel, <laughs> Prize in,
1: Nobel Prize mm. in physics mm-hmm. for inventing space baseball.
0: Mm-hmm. That's us. Maybe the
1: Nobel Peace Prize for you know bringing everybody together. That could be Ooh. the world's game, space mm-hmm. baseball.
0: Space you food? should get a
2: medal of honor as well. <laughs> yeah, for <something>. all everything. <laughs> the medal of honor.
0: Do they? Do you still get? Um, I don't know where I'm pulling this out from, so bear with me. Do you? Do you still get a million dollars if you win the Nobel Prize? I think so, yeah. Is that a thing that, that happens? Yeah,
2: really, you do. That's mm-hmm. crazy. I think so.
0: What? I think the game of life, I think that's where I learned to get a million dollars. I think yeah, is... you win
1: a million dollars for the Nobel Prize.
0: Mm-hmm. That's pretty cool. You that's know really
1: what? That's pretty cool. Yeah. Let's
0: do it. Do you think that's
1: like that's like the point of the Nobel Prize is to give scientists money?
0: Do you think if the three of us won the Nobel Prize for physics, they would give us, do they give us each a million dollars or do we have to split it three ways? Like, uh,
2: we should I think... tell them.
1: I think we'd have to split it, but you know, I think our discoveries in in the in the field of yeah. space baseball,
0: mm-hmm.
1: either they should give us each a million dollars, or we should win three Nobel prizes.
2: Yeah, mm-hmm. I think while we're winning it, um, like, and we're up on the stage and stuff, mm-hmm. um, whoever's giving it to us would, um, we just you know whisper to them like. It just you know, it, it's not we're not splitting it, so yeah, you got
1: a million. Inch. Individually, <laughs> please, no, I
2: please, think no, no. I think, um, I
1: Gino. think Gino Gino would win the Nobel Prize in Physics for mm-hmm. Space Baseball, McKenna, you'd win the Nobel Peace Prize for okay. Space Baseball, and then I would win the Nobel uh prize for uh poetry
0: Ooh. because
1: Space Baseball, poetry in motion, right?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what they're calling yeah. it. Yeah. This yeah we, we would win
1: we, we'll, we'll win three nobel prizes for this discovery.
0: Uh, we're sweeping you know
1: yeah. mm-hmm.
0: we just got to figure yeah. out the other categories and then yeah, it'll
1: be like like Swing interstellar sweep. was at the oscars us at the nobel prizes <laughs> yeah
0: we're just going up from there you know <laughs>
2: <laughs> I yeah i think mm-hmm. that's a nice little little bow on there
0: exactly on cool. yeah yeah that's, well that'll look good on the resume um gino do, do you know do you have any final thoughts on interstellar or space baseball or anything else you want to say?
2: Um, On Interstellar, Matt, you, you guys made me want to watch it yet again.
0: And <laughs> yeah, it's fired um, back
2: up. And and anyone who hasn't seen it, if you haven't watched Interstellar, please watch it. It'll change your life. Please. Forever. Forever. I
0: agree. Those are my thoughts.
2: Those are my final there thoughts. Sounds.
0: Brandon, do you have any final thoughts?
2: Uh, what are
1: the best sci-fi movies of the last 20 years? Mm-hmm. Just incredible film.
0: Good movie. Um, I accidentally skipped over a note that I should have said whenever we were talking about Matt Damon. Um, I wrote uh, Matt Damon probably shouldn't go to space anymore. Um, and that that is my final thought. He doesn't do one. well up there. Yeah.
1: No, not mm-hmm. not his domain.
0: No,
2: no. That is a good one.
0: Um, Gino, where can people find you on the internet if they want to find you on the internet?
2: Um, you can find me on Twitter at I forgot my handle. Uh, but you can find me. Okay. <laughs> uh, and uh, on Twitch at Gino
1: underscore Viteri for his Twitter, <laughs> by the way. Guys. There you
2: go. And I also stream on Twitch at Gino Vii, so you can find me there. Playing currently playing Starfield, so trying to um, roleplay interstellar. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So.
1: Do you have to do you have to dock spaceships in in Starfield? Is uh, there? Very any game where you got to spin really fast.
2: Very huge disappointment. Nothing like it. Nothing like Interstellar at all. So I um, probably won't continue playing that, but I guess we'll see.
0: <laughs> uh, Brandon, where can people find you on the internet?
2: Uh, at Jose Ruckus on all of the things.
0: Except for TikTok.
1: Except for TikTok. <laughs> I'm not on TikTok
0: anymore. No, not anymore. Ooh. But guess where you can find on Brandon's old account? You can find us at
1: Maximum Ruckus. Uh, M A K Maximum. It's,
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. it's
1: hard to spell. It is we funny. need to get better about SEO. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, you can also find the podcast on Twitter at HBO Max, HBO M-A-K-S tw- uh, YouTube YouTube.com slash at HBO Max S- Spotify uh, Podcast platforms anywhere Every around the globe. Podcast home.
2: platform. Mm-hmm. Hinge.
0: Hinge, Hinge.
2: Yep. yeah. Mm-hmm. Bumble t- Tinder.
0: Mm-hmm. Yep.
1: Mm-hmm. Swipe right on HBO Max. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. That's what we say around West. here. Swipe mm-hmm. right on HBO Max. Um oh, like, comment, subscribe. Brandon, what should people comment this week?
1: Um let us know the name of your space baseball team.
0: Ooh. It's a good one. Um and with that, thanks for watching. Interstellar.
1: It's necessary.